0: and a leader in pelvic health. And we're gonna have some fun along the way. Join us as we rise together. We're Jesse and Nicole Cozine, founders of Pelvic Sanity Physical Therapy and the creators of the Pelvic PT Huddle. And this is Pelvic PT Rising.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Pelvic PT Rising Podcast with Jesse and Nicole Cozine. Hey, Nicole. Hello. Today, we are talking about embracing the seasonality of your business. And this was something that, and if you guys don't have a business or don't have a business yet, this is something you can certainly listen around the edges on. A lot of the same things we're talking about here are applicable in your career. But we were thinking about this a lot because we're starting to head into the holiday season, into December And we know from past years, that's a little bit of a slower time at Pelvic Sanity. And it just made us start to think a little bit more about the seasonality of the business, either over time or between the different months and seasons of the year.
0: So this thinking of the business this way really helped me get over some of the challenges that I was having in make, thinking that everything had to be moving forward all the time or getting really frustrated with a particular like group of events that seemed to be happening. But once I really started to think about it as seasons of your business, kind of like seasons of life, that because the business does have like a lifespan and And the business itself is going to be present for a very long time. And when you start to think about things like pelvic sanity, which is our brick and mortar clinic in Orange County, pelvic sanity will be here for a very long time. And when you start to think about it like that, then sometimes the short term challenges or lulls or slow times can actually be just a part of your business season. And I think that that really helped me to sort of get through some of the tough times.
1: Something we talk about a lot in our coaching too, because we want to help people get there faster than we did. You know, we got to that level of competence and understanding that a downturn didn't mean that the business was going into the toilet. Just like a, a great upgrade didn't mean that we were going to be continuing on that trajectory forever, but that took time. And so I hope that some of you guys are able to get there faster and take some of that pressure off of yourselves that not everything has to be 110% pedal to the metal, like growth to the max at all times in the business. In fact, it's not going to be. And the sooner we can recognize that and embrace that, the more content we're going to be in running the business, the happier we can be with having our own practice.
0: So just to give you a little bit of background, Pelvic Sanity started in 2016. And so we are in six and a half, almost six and three quarters years of being in business. And we'll go through, as we go through some of the podcasts here, we'll go through a couple of different seasons of pelvic sanity. And, you know, again, we have a little bit of the luxury of time being present in the business. And honestly, our Pelvic PT Rising Business Mentorship Group has really helped us to reflect back on our businesses and and be able to pick these points out so that we can then project forward what might be happening to other people that are either going through a tough time or that are just going through a crazy time in their business. Because sometimes even the growth phase or the growth season of a business can really feel overwhelming.
1: It's a good point, Nicole. I think we got so much more comfortable with it when we were able to see it happening in other people's businesses and like, oh, the light bulb goes on. Oh, it's not just us like it's not n equals 1 anymore it's n equals like 200 businesses we've worked with and you can start to see those patterns and kind of lean into some of the seasons with that and i think one of the things that we talk about a lot growth is not linear and i talk about this in terms of punctuated equilibrium nicole always looks at me like i'm an idiot when i use that phrase but i really like it it actually comes from evolution and there are a lot of times things stay really stagnant for Hundreds of thousands or millions of years. And then something happens like the asteroid that hits, the dinosaurs die off, and then everything changes. Like there's this huge, crazy growth in all of these. And and basically, man starts to become like preeminent at that point. And that sets that mammalian stage of evolution into action. But we had been running around as like these little squirrels and little ground things for a long time until that thing happened. And then all of a sudden, boom, everything changes. Nicole's still looking at me like that's crazy. That's a great analogy.
0: I get what you're saying, but I feel like you missed like big, huge chunks of your evolution example. What do you mean? I don't know, but I just feel like that. (laughs) All right, guys. But but you can catch his
1: drift, hopefully. Right. So things go along and they're just kind of in, if we feel like everything should be all growth all the time, right? First of all, that's really pretty unnatural. If you think about, anything. If you think about trees and nature, and I mean, seasons, everything else. Why should we be the one exception that's always going 110% all the time? But a lot of times we can start feeling like, oh, if there's any slow time in between those growth, if we call it doldrums. Man, we're stuck. The business isn't growing the way that I want it to be. And we start to wait and back off and say, well, wait a second. What did we expect? Like nobody's business ever grows at the exact rate that they're comfortable with.
0: And this is also where social media comes in, because I feel like a lot of times people will be commenting on their seasons more than the actual activity that the season is happening. So you might see post after post after post of, I'm growing, I'm opening another location, I'm growing, I'm growing, I'm growing. And then If we have comparisonitis, we're like, wow, why am I not doing that? And it's like, it could have been one small growth phase that is now prolonging social media content. It's prolonging because of social media content, not because it's actually happening like that.
1: And then we don't realize that that person just has disappeared off of social media for the previous six months when things aren't going so great, right? So it's this bias that we're only seeing what people want to share and people usually only want to share their growth. They're not sharing them. Man, I had a really great three-month season where the business was kind of slow, and I kind of enjoyed that, and I used it to take some time off and be with my family and do some of these other things we're going to be talking about coming up here to build the foundation of the business for the next time that it grows. So a lot of times when we start to see that, we feel like, oh, we should be in that growth phase all the time, and that's just not natural. It wouldn't be good if it was. Like we would be in trouble. That's another way that we get entrepreneurial burnout is if we feel like we have to be a hundred percent growing all the time.
0: And we had an interesting conversation with one of the people that we mentor recently that they were talking about the fact that they grew so fast that they didn't have time to put in some of these systems, and now a couple years into the business, they're like, "Oh shit, we need to actually take a step back and go into this other season." where they're really putting back into place some of the foundations that they didn't have time to do. Now, there's no right or wrong way with that. Sometimes you do have to ride that wave if you're in it. Pelvic Sanity did that too. And we've definitely felt like we had to pull back a little bit and get some systems put into place that we really just didn't, A, we didn't realize we needed, and B, we finally had the time to actually do. But there's, So there's nothing wrong with that, but it is really important just to see that there's differences in the seasons of what you're going through. Let's just
1: use pelvic Sandy to give an example of that, right? So if you really, really think back about how things went, when we first started, there was a crazy growth phase from zero patients up to you seeing 40, 45 with like a six month wait list all by yourself. It was just you and then a little bit of me helping with the phones. So those first three months were nuts where we were doing all of the things to start a new business. But then we kind of had what we would say in retrospect was a little bit of a slow period for almost a year and a half after that, where we weren't really putting our foot on the gas with marketing. We weren't really getting more into the community. We had hired another physical therapist, but it was only someone who was part-time, her schedule filled within a couple of weeks. And we were just kind of going along. Yeah. And and then we
0: sort of, remember we dabbled a little bit in having a Pilates instructor with us. I mean, there were some things that that were happening, but nothing that was, that had that initial growth that I had had. And so, yeah, that was a great point that, you know, if you were looking at that point, we weren't even really on social media. So no one really knew about that. But if we would have been on social media, we would have been like posting about like, wow, how busy we are for that year and a half. And it maybe looked like we were growing a ton, but really we grew a ton in the first like three to six months. And then for the next year, it was kind of like, okay, this is where we're at.
1: And then it was punctuated by another huge growth spurt for us where we ended up hiring two full-time physical therapists and brought in a student who we eventually hired all within a four to six month time frame. And so that was a huge growth moment for us. And then all of a sudden we went from never having to market at all to having to fill three full-time schedules. That's like 120 patient visits a week that we had to start filling.
0: Yeah, extra on top of what we were already doing.
1: And all of a sudden, that's a huge growth period for the business, right? And we have to figure out whole new systems of marketing and whole new systems of conversion and bringing people in and get really, really good at some things that we'd frankly had let kind of slide a little bit when we didn't need to be that full and that busy. And so that was another huge area of growth. And then things kind of settled down for another nine months or so until we hit COVID, And then coming out of COVID, it was a little bit weird and turnover and all sorts of stuff going on with the business and people coming back and people reevaluating. And, you know, I feel like we're finally kind of coming out of that weirdness, kind of we were just treading water. I think like a lot of businesses were obviously COVID itself, the 10 weeks where the clinic was closed was a huge pause. And then coming out of that, I feel like we're back now in a growth phase over the last few months where we've hired another physical therapist. We've hired a second front desk person. We're looking to hire more physical therapists and really fill out the 10 rooms of the clinic. But it's not that way the entire time. And I think that that's something that I just want people to, you know, we always want to keep it real with you guys here. Like it's not just straight up growth trajectory that whole time. There's been a lot of times at public Sanity where, frankly, we've been kind of coasting. And sometimes it felt like that and sometimes it didn't. And I think the thing that we're trying to help you with here is those times where you're coasting we wish we had been able to feel like we were coasting because we still felt like we were frantic and in it and doing all the things. When in reality, if we look back at it, we were just kind of coasting along and things were pretty easy and pretty good.
0: Yeah. And the other thing about in that, Jesse, what you're calling that coasting phase is that now we can recognize when we're in it and then we can be deliberate about taking action about things that that we can't otherwise take action on when we're in that big growth phase. So we almost need those phases now in order to keep our business healthy. And that's also something to remember and to recognize. And the earlier you are in your business, the harder it is to see where you are.
1: Yes. So this is an interesting thing to just identify, am I in a big growth phase or am I in one of these coasting phases? And if you are in a coasting phase, it's not a bad thing right? Assess and see, is that a place that's okay for you to be in the moment? But what can we be doing to build foundations in the business, to maybe do those patient handouts you've been wanting to do, or to start getting more relationships in the local community, or to reach out and do more marketing, to do some of the things that are going to give you long-term benefit, or frankly, just to enjoy the slower pace for a little bit. It's a great time to take a couple of days off, have a vacation, enjoy some of that a little bit more. This is like the tending the nets right before you go out and fish. When the ocean is too big to fish, what do you do? You tend the nets. And so when it's not the right time to be out there and actively hustling and working like that, how do we do some of the things that long-term work that's going to benefit us for years growing forward in the business that we frankly just don't have time to do when we get overwhelmed with all of the hustle and the growth phase that we know is going to return at some point or another. The other thing, Nicole, I think this is really important that we've seen again and again with a lot of our people in our mentorship groups, your personal life and your business life are completely intertwined. We can't pretend that those two things are different. So assess the stage of your personal life too. Is this a season where you have a lot of other things going on and maybe the business does need to just coast because you have so much going on in your personal life?
0: Yeah. This is something that we don't necessarily share on social media too, right? Is that what is actually happening in your personal life, negative or positive, that might be influencing what you can take on your plate on the business side. So in for our personal situation right now, right, we've been in a deliberate growth phase prior to us or before we have a baby, right? So we're due in December and we know that there's going to be another deliberate I wouldn't say slow down, but in that like coast period, of uh, we need to be able to coast during that time because we know that our personal life is going to get a little bit nutty. And it's really important to know that that those two things, the business life and your personal life are not separate. And as much as we would like to think that they are, as much as we would like to keep our personal life out of it, it just doesn't work that way. And the faster that we realize that, the more that we can adjust for it in our business.
1: One of the coolest things that we had a comment on on a post, we often in our group will put up a thing about wins or what people are doing for the week. And one thing that was great is we had a, one of our mentees commented something like, I've been going through this kind of crazy personal time. All this stuff's going on in my life and the business was just fine. and I was OK with that. I was OK with that. The business didn't have to be breaking records while I wasn't able to be there at that moment. And just being okay, understanding that interplay between business and personal is really, really huge. And I think, the again, the sooner we can come to grips with that, the sooner we can square with that, just the happier we're going to be in the business. We're not having these unrealistic expectations and then not being able to meet them with a ton of stuff going on in our personal lives.
0: And then that also makes sure that we're understanding where we might be taxed, right? If we are going through something a little bit nutty in our personal lives, then that might not be, it might be a blessing in disguise that the business is now also in a little bit of a lull phase because you don't want to be making decisions in your business necessarily if you are super stressed out in another area of your life. And that also goes for employees If you are having a tough time personally, I think sometimes the biggest thing that you think to do is quit your job or change jobs because that must be the thing that's bothering you. And the reality is, is it's usually the other way around where sometimes the best thing that you can do is put your head down, kind of coast at work, meaning still do your your job and treat your patients well, but it doesn't have to be this growth and do these continuing education courses and run this program at your job. It can just be that you take a half a beat back at your job, stay, have that be the consistent thing while you deal with whatever else you're dealing with in your personal life.
1: Absolutely. So this translates to both business owners, whatever you're at in your career, but just be thinking about that interplay between your career, your business, and your personal life and recognize when... It's not going to be 100% focused on the business right now because you have these things going in your personal life. The other thing to just recognize is that sometimes this is dependent on external factors that we really don't have control of. And we can drive ourselves crazy trying to make ourselves have control of those things. But there are some things in this world we are not going to be able to control as business owners. One of the big ones, Nicole, I know a lot of people in our group have been in this situation of being ready to hire, having a huge wait list. We certainly have been in this a lot at various points in the last six years of really needing to hire a clinician and not being able to find the right person. That's an external factor that we don't really get to control. We can do all of the things that we should be doing. You know, we talk about all the different ways we can be hiring and kind of getting people into our sphere of influence and talking to schools. And there's a lot that we can be doing. But at the end of the day... Somebody has to apply for the position who's a good fit for your clinic. And if you can't get that, it can feel really frustrating. Like you have this forced doldrums, this forced period of coasting. When you want to grow, you're ready to grow. You have the foundation to grow and you just can't find that right person.
0: Yeah. And I think saying that you can't find the right person, you can find people, which is also why you need to realize that and be okay sometimes with having a a longer You know, lull or place where you're not in this growth pattern. Because let me tell you, hiring the wrong person is the thing that's going to be the most detrimental to your business. And and we shouldn't just hire just because we need to. We need to hire because we've actually found the right fit for our business.
1: Absolutely. So making sure we're not making decisions that actually take us backwards. (laughs) That's why I kind of like that term coasting, right? It kind of feels that way sometimes. You're on a bicycle, you've gone this big downhill, and now all of a sudden you can just coast along this flat area. Well, hiring the wrong person is like blowing a tire or (laughs) whatever your metaphor is here, right? That's the exact opposite of what we're doing. It's killing your momentum. It's taking you backwards instead of letting you coast forwards.
0: Yeah, Uh, and that's a good point that coasting still is moving forward. It's just not moving forward at the pace that a growth phase is.
1: Right. You're not accelerating, but you're still moving in the right direction. You're still keeping that momentum, that forward momentum in what you're doing. Another external factor has made us think about this is we're coming up to December, right? We know things get a little wonky around the holidays. People are going out of town. They have family coming in town. People get stressed about finances. All of those things happen around December every year. We've now seen it. And then your staff, of course, is going to be taking more time off for their families and their holidays, And we're just recognizing that December is a little bit slower. There's a headwind that we're going into. And depending on where you're at in the growth of your business, there's a couple ways to approach that. One is to say, hey, I am going to be okay with coasting through December and recognizing that we're going to get more cancellations and more movement in the schedule. The other way, as we see these external factors, is if you really are in a growth phase and it's important to continue growing, hey, we really need to put our foot on the gas in November. We need to get a larger wait list. We need to get more people in the door. We need to be reaching out to past patients. So that December, we know there's going to be movement in the schedule, but we have people to put in there. And those are the two ways that we can approach some of those external factors that are slowing us down that that headwind is we can say, hey, I'm okay with that for the moment, or I'm going to need to put in the effort and do everything I can do on the other end of that to make sure that that doesn't slow me down that we don't interrupt this growth phase. And it really just depends on where you at in the business.
0: Yeah. And again, this is a little bit, it does help the longer you've been in business, but it's really actually, we started to really realize this after about probably year three, where we were kept doing our year over year and month over month growth projections and stuff like that. And all of a sudden we were seeing the same pattern. And this is a little bit of where you live too. So if you live in Florida and you've got a lot of people that have other houses in different places because they don't stay there for the summer, they leave, whatever, then you might have a different lull than we have in California or where school starts is maybe different. But when we really started to see where it was like, oh, interesting, like right at May and June, like gets a little weird, but not as dippy as December. So there's like really two places for us anyways, that like tend to be a little bit interesting. And then, but the cool thing is you can also see then in summer and January, things pick up. So you can start to see that it doesn't last for forever and it does follow an actual pattern if you pay attention.
1: Yes. So embracing the seasonality of your business, one of the takeaways here, when it's slow, build on your foundation, market, re-engage your past patients, Build systems, do the things that you've been wanting to do in the business, nurture your relationships with providers and the people referring to you. Do all of those things that you now have the time to do because you're not inundated with patient care and trust that that is going to turn around. If you put the effort in, if the business continues going, it's going to turn into a growth phase at some point. Embrace and at least don't be afraid of that coasting period. And then when you are in that growth phase, like lean in, embrace the hectic pace, realize that you're not going to be feeling super balanced in your personal life and business. Maybe you're going to be focusing more on the business. We're in one of those phases right now where we're working really, really hard at pelvic sanity to get everything looking really good, to get our new people up to speed, to train our front desk, to train our newest physical therapist, to get our staff really comfortable preparing for Nicole's maternity leave so we can go into that coasting time. And we're not going to sit around and complain like, oh, it's been a hard couple of weeks and we've been working a ton of the business. Absolutely, we are. Because it's a growth phase and we're okay with that. We're okay with being a little more unbalanced right now, knowing we're preparing for this coasting phase. And then the final thing is, if you are feeling like it's not so much a coasting phase as stagnant or the doldrums or you're in a rut, think about the things that you can do to get yourself out of that. And usually that involves some sort of external impetus, some sort of external accountability, right? This is a great time if you're feeling that way and you're feeling, man, I've been really stuck for a while. Start listening to some business podcasts. Start reading a book that's going to really motivate you and get you going. This is a great time to start business coaching. If you're in that and you're saying, hey, I've got this foundation, but I just feel like I'm stuck. Like what is going to get you unstuck? It's usually not going to be sitting around looking at your own belly button. It's going to be getting other information, getting other motivation and getting yourself kind of out of your own way, thinking about something a little bit differently and starting to really take action. So just that's another kind of self-analysis piece is, am I feeling really good about where I am in this coasting bit and I'm okay with that and I know things are going to change and pick up? Or do I start to feel like I'm stuck in a rut and I really don't know? That I could turn on the gas if I really needed to. That I could make this thing change. And if that's the case, you might need some external help. Whether that's just finding motivation somewhere or getting some actual one-on-one help.
0: Yeah, hundred percent agree with all of that and using that. And I think the first step is to really recognize, like you said, Jesse, when it's not when when if you take that bicycle analogy, when you're not moving forward anymore, all of a sudden you're going so slow that you have to like put your foot down because you're going to fall over otherwise, that's the time to be like, yikes, we need some help here.
1: Yep. We're no longer coasting in that happy phase. We are in a wobbly phase, which is not great. So <laughs> Don't be wobble. thinking about that. Don't wobble, but just check yourself. So if you guys are, are business owners, just be thinking about what kind of phase am I in right now? Am I in a growth phase? Am I in this coasting phase? Am I wobbling a little bit? And just decide, hey, each of those has different benefits. Each of those has different reasons and ways to get out of and and move between. But just recognize that there is going to be that seasonality. And if we can embrace it instead of fighting against it or being worried or anxious about it, it's going to make the whole process a lot more fun.
0: Honestly, it can make, just like you said, we can make it more fun. It was not fun when I didn't realize that we were actually in seasons because it just felt like we had no control over anything. It felt like we were at the whim of the business instead of us actually controlling it. And even if you're not like, quote unquote, controlling it, you can definitely be an active participant in whatever way it's going.
1: Awesome. Well, a couple resources for you guys. If you are feeling like you're in that wobbling phase, feel free to head on over to pelvicptrising.com slash business. You can see our list of our business resources there. You can fill out the entrepreneur survey and we'd be happy to get in touch with you and you just kind of talk through some of this stuff and see, we can set up a strategy call and see if there's anything that we have that might be a good fit or help you with. The other thing is we have some exciting news coming up about Pelvicon 2023. We can't break it yet, but if you haven't already, make sure you get on the wait list. So that is Pelvicon.com slash 2023. Last time we did this registration for the conference sold out in four minutes. So if you're not on that wait list, you very likely will not have a chance to register. So just go ahead and get on there. It's Pelvicon.com slash 2023. You'll be the first people to get all of the news, the updates, and all of the information to make a decision on whether it is the right fit for you this year. But we are getting pretty excited for it. We're locking down some speakers. We're locking down some dates. We're locking down the place. It's going to be awesome.
0: It's coming, folks.
1: All right, guys, that's all we've got for you. As always, if you have questions, thoughts, get in touch. We want to keep this conversation going.
0: And let's continue to rise.